Well, in just a few hours, um, hopefully I'm asking the Lord that Tennyson's been saying all week, I want to get up early, early. So hopefully in the, uh, I'll have at least the next 12 hours uh, before we open gifts. I don't know how your family does it, but that's, that's the hope. That's the prayer, right? Tomorrow that we wake up as a family and we gather around a tree and we open gifts and exchange gifts and we have tons of celebration. Tonight I want to look just for a brief moment, the gift that was given to us. This is what Paul says, and in this gift, this gift gives us four things in what the Apostle Paul says. This comes out of Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. This is what Paul says. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. Because we are sons, God has sent his spirit of his, the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so that we are no longer slaves, but are sons or daughters. And if sons or daughters, then heirs through God. We see in verse 4 that Paul says that there's this gift that came to us. And that gift came from God. He says, God, at the right time, at just the right time, sent his son to the world. As Jared said earlier, it had been 400 years. Now, you and I can't fathom 400 years. We won't live to be 400 years old. But for 400 years, God was silent. And I wonder that angst that was going on in the people of God, the, the Israelites, of what we've been seeing, the angst of anticipation. Maybe it's some of that, if you're a child, that anticipation you're waiting for this evening to, to wake up and go to the tree and find just the right gift, the one that you've been asking for. Maybe you're not a child, but you can think back to when you were a child and you had that gift. Well, Paul is saying to us, at just the right moment, God in his goodness and his kind to, kindness to us sent forth this gift to us. As Paul affirms what we've been studying through the Advent. Paul affirms the virgin birth. Paul affirms that God was not just God, but he was human because he's under the law. And so Paul is affirming this gift was both God and man. Paul now sets forth four things that Jesus brings us. You can think of as the wise men brought four gifts to Jesus. Jesus now brings us four gifts. Let's look at those four gifts briefly and what they mean. When you get home tonight, if you have your Bibles, circle the word two in verse five. He says, Two. So here's the gift. This is what God sent his son to do. This is the gift he's offering all of us this evening. And my hope and prayer is that this would be true for you. I've said it for the last four weeks at this Advent series, that you would receive the greatest gift. And that's his son, Jesus. Now Paul's going to say, and this is what Jesus, the greatest gift, offers to us, gives to us. The first one is this in verse five. A gift was given to us to redeem those who are under the law. First gift that we see that Jesus 
gives to us is redemption. That word redemption means to, to buy back. It has the idea of slaves, that, that someone would go in that culture, they would buy back a slave, that that slave was under bondage and under oppression of a master to do the master's will. And Jesus, through Paul, says this way, you all are that way. You were all once slaves. Paul later in other writings calls us a slave to sin. We are slaves to sin. We are going to go on sinning unless we see what Paul says about Jesus. He buys us back. He later on in the text says this, that we are no longer slaves because of that purchase that was made on our behalf through Jesus. So we have redemption, or we could say it this way. We have freedom with what Paul says in Galatians chapter 5.1. Christ has come to set you free. You are free indeed. First hope in this gift is that for all of us in the room are living in the freedom that Christ offers us tonight. If there's anything that you're enslaved to and you're a believer, Christ declares you are set free. May we live in that gift tonight. The second thing, though, that Paul says that this gift offers us isn't just that he bought us back. You see, you can go and buy something back and take ownership of it, but never move into the second piece. Paul says not only did he buy you back, but what? So that we might receive adoption. The second thing that we get in this gift is that we are now adopted sons and daughters of the King of Kings. You see, if God just simply bought us back and gave us freedom, but he didn't bring us into his family, we couldn't get into heaven. It has to be this relationship, this familiar relationship that God would have with us. And he says, because of Jesus and his life, we now have adoption. You know, there's so many things that happen within adoption. One thing that really stands out to, to me, being someone that was adopted, was this, that now there's this protection. So he buys us back. We become his children. He offers us protection. Protection from who? The evil one. Because he could just buy us back and put us on the street. No, no, he buys us back and then puts us in his family, and we're protected by all the things that this world has to come against us. We have freedom, we have adoption, we have protection. But look at the next thing that he says we get in this gift. We have received the adoptions as sons and daughters. And because we are sons and daughters, God has sent his spirit into our lives. The next thing that we have is we have the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. Thank God for that. Thank God now because of God's Spirit dwelling in us, we have all wisdom that we need to live as Paul would later on and Peter would later on say that we have everything that we need to pertain to a life of godliness. 
We have all that we need through Christ. That's a great gift. Now look at the last thing that this gift says to us. We have freedom. We have protection. We have the gift of the Holy Spirit. But then he says this. So that we can cry, Abba, Father. Verse 7. So you are no longer slaves, but you are sons and daughters. And if sons and daughters, then what? Heirs through God. Paul would say this in uh, Romans chapter 8, 17. Because we've been adopted into God's family, we're co-heirs with Christ. What does that mean? Co-heirs with Christ means this, that everything that Christ possesses, you now have those same possessions. God doesn't hold anything back from us. All that he poured out onto his son, he now pours out to each one of us. My hope and my prayer this Christmas would be this, that you would remember the gift of Christ and what he offers you. Freedom, protection, wisdom, and provision. All that we need. So tomorrow in the hustle and bustle of opening gifts, my favorite thing to do is clean up all the wrapping paper before you even take it off. I just can't stand all the wrapping paper. No, I won't get on that soapbox. But my hope and prayer would be this, that tomorrow, that the Holy Spirit would speak to us and remind us of our freedom. It would remind us of our adoption, would remind us of the Holy Spirit, and would remind us all the provision that God has given to us. So in doing that, then we would take this great gift which John in his gospel says this, he's the light of the world. So we would take this light of the world that is now in us, and we would take it into the world. You see, this gift that God gave us was never meant to be hoarded for ourselves. This gift that God gave us in his son was meant for us to delight in, us to live in, us to enjoy but then give it away and invite others into the same freedom, the same adoption, the same wisdom, and the same provision that he has granted to us. So now, tonight, as we come and have our candles, we're going to light our candles as a reminder that we are the light of the world, that we are to go and take this gift into a dark, dark world. See, God designed it this way. God could use anything and any means to draw people to himself. But in God's great wisdom, he chose the church to be the light of the world. May we do that tonight. Let me pray, then I'll light our candles, and then Jared will come and lead us in a song.